And it's Aloha to Mike Yardley this morning, who is um, focusing on Perth. What is it, Mike? One of the most remote cities in the world, isn't it? Don't they say that Honolulu and Perth are, the, yeah, I think, the, the two most remote cities in the world? Yeah, yeah no, that's very true. Um, I tell you what, Zach, I've been to Perth four times in the last 10 years. I was last back there two weeks ago, Yeah, and I, I don't think Perth has looked as good as it does right now. I think the city is absolutely on fire. Really? Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. Eh? It's, it's just had a, I know they've put a massive amount of work in the last few years to really zhuzh it up, and it's been yeah. enjoying a makeover of sorts. Yeah, that's true. Um, the mojo is buzzing. You just feel it when you arrive in Perth, <laughs> and there are two major uh, urban regeneration projects that have been completed, uh, and I've been keeping an eye on these as, a, as they've been rolled out in recent years. The first one is uh, this art-filled public space called Yagan Square, and what they did was they sunk all of the railway tracks underground so that the CBD was connected with the inner-city neighbourhood of Northbridge. Right. Um, so now you've got this magnificent square stitching it all together. Um, but even more transformative than that is the billions of dollars they've shelled out on Elizabeth Quay, which accentuates the city's focus on the Swan River. It's kind of like... Sydney's Darling Harbour suddenly taking shape in Perth. So it is a colossal project, um, just a magnificent promenade around the riverfront, lots of lively public spaces. It really is spectacular. Are there good walking tours? Can you walk in that part of Perth? Yeah, I yeah. actually think this is one of the best ways to find your feet in Perth. And I hooked up with OHWA. Oh. Um, and uh, they do really cool walking tours. Uh, AD Chapman is the head guide. She is just superb. So I'll walk about with AD, and you will feel like you're sort of wriggling under the city's skin. Um, our tour, it was about 90 minutes, but it traversed a whole range of themes from your laneways laden with libations to amazing architecture. and the city's best uh, street art and I tell you what, it's the indigenous street art that is really conspicuous now in Perth. Yeah. There's this incredible um, specimen of a spectacular rainbow serpent and it looks like it just slivers along the entire length of the laneway. It is just amazing. What's the go with all the small bars in that area? Oh yeah, well over the past decade uh, the liquor licensing changes spawned this profusion of small bars. So barflies rejoice. You can just putter your way around Perth um, staking out all these little speakeasy bars and chic cocktail spots. Most of them are tucked down dishevelled alleyways that are being repurposed. But just to give you an idea, two of the best. A place called Joe's Juice Joint uh, and this is like a rock and roll den, your classic dive bar. It's all fried chicken, cheeseburgers, pinball and the classic rock playlist. Um, and I also really enjoyed Sneaky Tony's. I love mm. the name. Yeah. Sneaky Tony's. Sounds like something out of New Jersey, doesn't it? <laughs> um, and it's sort of a prohibition-style bar. Uh, the shelves are bursting with liquid gold. They have got over 300 runs on oh offer at Sneaky Tony's. So you just pull up a stool and settle in for a good night, Jack. Yeah, that sounds so good. Is there good kai, good food? Absolutely. Um, actually, on the, on the sort of gangster-style uh, front, uh, um, some of the Sneaky Tonys, mm. I checked out this really cool basement pizza bar, Alfred's 
Pizzeria, a very New York gangster-style basement pizza bar, so cool. Um, if you're in for your posh nosh, a place I'd recommend, Wildflower. Now, the thing about this restaurant is they have incorporated a lot of the Noongar, the local Aboriginal people, Noongar bush tucker into their menu, and it actually beats to the six seasons of the Aboriginal calendar. So um, it's a really strong oh. integration with Indigenous culture. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, obviously, people will uh, think of Perth when it comes to beer, Swan, the Swan Brewery. The old Swan Brewery has been turned over into this very ritzy riverfront restaurant called Kui, Kui Perth. And I had the most amazing chicken terrine for lunch there, but I then had to succumb to what I think would be the most marvellous toffee pudding of oh. my life. You've got to go to Kiwi uh, in Perth. <laughs> you had to succumb. Yes, yes, yes. you just had yes. to. No, I get it. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Indigenous culture, you did a smoking ceremony. Yeah, I hooked up with a guy called Nick Abraham, who is a Noongar elder, and he has launched these brilliant walking tours along the Swan River Bank. So you get uh, lots of insights into the centre place from the Indigenous yeah. perspective. And something which amazed me, Jackie, he was telling me about how um, a family member of his a few years ago saw a rainbow serpent in the river. Now, this is like a premonition for Noongar people. And as it was, several days later, their grandfather lost their life in the exact same spot of the river. It was wow. a warning. Um, so the, those sorts of anecdotes just spill forth from Nick as he takes you around the river, really soulful. And then we finished off with the smoking ceremony, which is all about you know banishing your negative energy and letting positive energy surround you. The thing which I found quite amusing is Nick said he's frequently asked by visiting sports teams to Perth to smoke them. And he, <laughs> and he's, he recently smoked Collingwood, and I checked this, and he's right. Ever since, they have not lost a game in the AFL. Huh. <laughs> Must work. Um, how yeah. impressive is Optus Stadium? Oh, it is exceptional, Jack. It actually is reminiscent of the bird's nest from uh, Beijing. Yeah. Beijing, yeah. So, yeah, Optus has sort of riffed off a similar theme because the facade resembles a giant swan nest. And equally eye-grabbing uh, is the Matagara Bridge, which connects stadium to East Perth, very close to the Wacker, mm. um, and this bridge, the design is so striking. They've got like these flowing steel arches that represent a pair of black and white swans, but then the arches come together and form a deified rainbow serpent. <laughs> um, you can even zip line down from the top of the bridge if you really want to. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to Perth. I've always wanted to, um, and I've never been. It's one of those places that you only go if you're going there, right? <laughs> well, a lot of people are actually going to Perth to co uh, connect onto the direct flight from Perth to London. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a crazy flight. But um, How long yeah, is that Perth flight? 17. Must be about 17, uh, is it? Yeah, I think 17 and a half. Yeah. Stretching the limits yeah. of things. Yeah, that's fair. That yeah. That's yeah. a hell of a flight. Oh, great. Hey, yeah. thank you so much, Mike.